Welcome to Sports Talk NBA, your host here, Ace, with Salman and Marco. Hey guys, first question for the day. Who do you blame for the Rockets' loss? Marco, you go first. Okay, so um, twofold here. Uh, twofold answer. First thing is, um, I partly have to blame just plain old luck on this, in this case, right? Most of, like, in, in the 27 straight missed threes, I, I counted roughly a third to a half of those threes being wide open threes. Now, obviously part of this you can attribute to missing open threes to nerves, um, you're playing a game seven, you're right there, you're trying to knock out the champs, but I can't, there's no way I can, I can attribute all of those missed threes to just outright choking, you know, part of it is just luck, you know, you have the right looks, you have the right strategy, you've done, you've done this all season, this is what you know, right, and in my opinion, you have to stick to it, and, you know, you, you, you got to hit those threes. It's a high percentage shot. There's no better shot other than a layup or a dunk that's going to give you a better expected value than a wide open three. So, you know, if you're, if you're wide open three, some of these guys are hitting, you know, at minimum 36, 37%. A lot of the guys were over 40 from three, especially wide open, you know. So if you want to be matching that to a two-pointer, you got to average 60%. From two, so anything other than a layup is really not going to give you the same expected value as an open three. And I think they did the right thing; they just missed those threes, and that's part of the reason why they lost. Now, the other thing um, is, I have to blame Harden. The second thing is, I have to blame Harden. You're up; you know the Warriors are coming in the third quarter. You can't disappear. You got to lead your team in the third, and you got to make sure, especially with only 20 minutes to go. If it has to be done, take it all the way. Take it the rest of the way. Push the ball. Do what you need to do. Don't just become one of the Rockets. You're hard and you got to lead the team. Just the way Paul won game five and Paul won game six, if you're the guy, if you're the MVP, you got to win that game. You can't be relying on anybody else. If it was Paul playing in the game, I guarantee you that he would have he made sure that that outcome was much, much different than it was. So... I think those two things are really what it boils down to the Rockets. Wide open misses that, sh- that really variance plays into. And the second thing is Harden just fading into the background. Very um, good points. Um, like, look, you, made, you obviously made good points. There's no way to um, argue against that. But I, I don't think that tells the whole story. I mean, we're just looking at game seven and, and making some conclusion. I, I'm looking at the entire series, right? Guys, you have to understand, that is the Rockets game. They they take 40, 45, 50 threes a game, and they will live and die by it. In game seven, they simply died. Like, you know, 27 straight misses. I don't give a shit who you are on the other end. It, it, you cannot win a game that way. And and even even with all of that, they were, they were in the game, you know, up until the third quarter. And we all know, um, you know, the patented third quarter that um, – Golden State Warriors have, but but to a bigger point, um, the style of Houston Rockets, I just don't think that's sustainable in the playoffs. 
you cannot win an NBA Finals by jacking up shots at at will. I, I, albeit, like some of them were were open threes, and and they were getting a lot of mismatches and and um, trying to get those shots in. But but a but a but a striking stat that stood out to me um, was the fact that they they couldn't they they didn't take enough mid range jumpers. Um, I was looking at a stat, and uh, you know they were they were quite even with the three pointers that they took. I think they were within a couple shots of Golden State Warriors with the amount of three pointers that were that were taking in the in the series. Um, you know the layups and the dunks were quite even, but a shocking stat was they were it, the the Golden State Warriors took more than a hundred shots from mid range, and uh, and and I think that's where I think that's where the series was lost. On top of that. Uh, guys, I said this before in our last last podcast that that Chris Paul's absence in Game Six and Game Seven is what ultimately caused the Houston Rockets a trip to the finals. Um, he is their floor general. He is their leader. Um, you could see him on the sidelines, drawing up the plays, motivating the guys. But that's on the sidelines. Like we needed, they needed Chris Paul on the floor for thirty five to 38 minutes at, at, at a very minimum. And and this leads to my other point. Um, like, could, could Chris Paul be the unluckiest player in the NBA? I mean, going back to his, um, you know, Clippers days, it, it's, it's the same story over and over again. You know, his his injury history is, is has been astonishing. So, um, yeah. so, so what do you guys make of Chris Paul there? I mean, so, I agree with you. I think Chris Paul is the leader of the team. And I, in the same light, I don't think I don't think there's a chance in hell that Harden can receive an MVP for for a man that's not even the leader of the team. I mean, that's Completely gotta agree. be a that's has to be yep. a fucking key point. Nobody yep. can be the MVP unless they're the leader of that team. If you're Completely not agree. the guy at the end of the game that's handling the ball, and or not the guy in the locker room that's leading the team, you can't be the MVP. I mean, and that can, is just ridiculous. Harden. It's ridiculous like that see, Harden is um, taking a step back. He's basically, Paul's basically telling him at the end of some of these games and some of these losses, I can see Paul talking to Harden and basically being the, the shoulder that he can cry him. on and motivating him. Yes, telling him it's yeah, okay, I, coming back I, later. How, it's ridiculous. How, 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 how be the MVP? No chance. I, you know, numbers don't lie, guys. Numbers don't lie. You know, they prove a point right there. Yeah, they prove like, a point because it, in the clutch with Paul not on the floor, Harden couldn't do anything. Exactly. You can see him in the fourth quarter. I mean, we all watched the game. Like his attitude towards trying to win that game, trying to get his team back, I didn't see any of that. It's piss I mean, poor. We, we, no. Like we, we've seen all the greats over the last 15 years in, in crunch time. You know, like your Kobe Bryant's or your Paul Pierce, uh, even Kevin Durant to a certain extent. I mean, we can have a chat later on about that. But but he, he, Le, LeBron James, like in the fourth quarter, their attitude completely changes. Like these guys are on, on the floor, general, leading their team, hitting those shots, locking in defensively. And I think some of this energy comes from – from um, from defense as well, and, and we all know how great of a defender James Harden is. So, um, so 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 to feed off of that defensive en- energy, that that just wasn't there. And 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 to me, l- leading to another point, I I agree with you, Marco. It, 
that's not MVP material. I, no, I, no, I and you it. made I, a great point there. He's a one-way player. You know, he's a complete one-way player. You know, Paul was playing very, very good defense on the entire way, the entire series. He's, he was playing yeah. hard on both ends, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, hard to so, argue that. It's hard to argue that Houston wouldn't win this if Chris Paul. Yeah, you know, agreed. Like, like, again, with the three-two lead, they were right there. Yeah, with yeah. the three-two lead with Golden State against the ropes, I think with Paul there, they would have won the series. They they they, they would have won at least one out of the two games, and yeah. which would have ended the series. So, yeah. All right, guys. Let's let's talk about the finals now. So we got the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Golden State opens up as uh, the second uh, biggest NBA final favorite line in the last 30 years. Uh, does Cleveland have any chance? Does LeBron take his team to victory here? So, like you, like you mentioned, Ace, I mean, they're, they're a massive, massive favorite. I, I believe they're, they're, they're probably an all-time favorite to, to win the finals. Uh, and and – and, <laughs> like, just look at their team. They have four all-stars, um, four possibly future Hall of Famers, um, and 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 we don't know what what Kevin Love is going to be like. To be honest with you, on the other side, uh, I I I see it extremely extremely hard for 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 the Cleveland Cavaliers to possibly even win a a game, let alone a series against this absolutely stacked team. Um, and 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 and. And again, that that goes back to my point of, you know, it, uh, one man, regardless of how great of a player you are in the history or wherever you sit, it's a team game at the end of the day. You pass the ball four times, any four of those players on the Golden State Warriors can hit a shot from virtually anywhere on the floor. Um, the, the, for the Cleveland Cavaliers to win this series, um, you know, in seven games, which is the best case scenario for them to grind it out and win this series – J.R. Smith has to play his all-time best basketball. Kyle Korver has to set fucking records out of his wazoo to, 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 for them to have a chance. Kevin Love has to be his old Kevin Love, not the Kevin Love that we saw against Indiana and, and against even uh, Boston to an extent. Um, and Tristan Thompson has to be an absolute monster uh, in this series. As, as we saw, you know, the, the Rocket series against the Golden State Warriors – um, you can push around these guys. Uh, the Golden State Warriors are not invincible. If you put large bodies on on these on these slender ass players like Kevin Durant and and Steph Curry, th- these guys can be rattled. Uh, but I, I just don't see you know Cleveland giving that sort of effort uh, with some of their supporting cast that they have. So so I, I, I'm saying I'm saying the 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 Golden State Warriors will be 2018. NBA champions, and they'll probably close it out in five games. Here, Marco, yeah. Marco, before you say something, Marco, just give me a point out here that uh, they are on par as the favorites from 2000-2001 LA Lakers versus the Philadelphia 76ers. So that Shaquille O'Neal team versus Allen Iverson. Yeah. I have the same odds as that. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll say this. LeBron's got to win one game. Okay, if Iverson could win one game, I expect LeBron to win one game. Okay, Iverson. an Iverson team with nobody, bunch of nobodies. I don't even think we could name another two, three players Harris, on that no. team. 
He won one Eric game. Snow. He single-handedly won one game, essentially. Are are you are you saying Eric Snow is not a great player? I'm I'm saying that it's that his, that team was weaker than the LeBron team according to Las Vegas. And and due to this, I think LeBron needs to win one game. And I think if if he plays his best, he should be able to win one game, okay? With some help from the supporting cast. But in terms of the series, the only way he wins this series is is an injury to one of the guys on Golden State. An injury to Steph, an injury to Durant, an injury to Although, to an, an, interesting, you know. an, an interesting point, um, the, the last three times that these guys have met in the NBA Finals, um, Andre Iguodala has been guarding LeBron James, and he won the MVP the first year that they won the NBA Finals, the Golden State Warriors which I think was back in 2014, 2015. Um, he, he was the MVP because of the job that he did on LeBron James and holding him back to 30 points a game. Um, and he is not available, at least in game one. And we don't know how far that's going to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, so, that's a significant piece. but That's a big loss. I don't think that's going to swing the series. I still think Golden State in five i think lebron should be able to get i expect lebron to get game one game, game four you know to get one game somehow but i, I agree like, anything could happen right if durant sprains an ankle if steph sprains an ankle anything of that nature and it, yeah, it could, could swing if, the series. if that's steph the only way or durant if one of those guys gets injured all of a sudden i expect lebron to win the series because then you're looking yeah, at teams that are fairly that's, that's evenly a, matched that's a fair up, game. with Iguodala Correct. being nicked up as well. But other I than agree. that, I'm think I see I see Golden State in five. I see Golden yeah. being being the most likely outcome. I think James gets one too. game. I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, and it it is what it is. I mean. There's not much to fucking debate here. Like, like and, and you guys know I'm the biggest LeBron James fan, but it'll be quite delusional for anyone to think that these guys are beating oh. Golden State Warriors three out of four games. Never know. Game one, Cavaliers win. We're here talking about something else, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always possible, right? Sport, but it's it's very, very unlikely. It would have, and, to, and require, the... it would have to require a massive choke by Golden State. And as well, at the same time, massive outperformance by the Cavaliers. And this is the shitty part about the NBA is we all predicted who was going to be in the NBA Finals. And we're all predicting who's going to win. And we'll all probably write about all of those predictions. And that's the shitty part about the NBA is is there's no parity in this this league. You can fucking predict who's going to be a winner a season out. You tell me. What what other league you can do that? In in baseball, I couldn't tell you who's making the playoffs, let alone fucking winning winning the uh, uh, the World Series. And same thing in in, in in football. After week eight, you can't tell me who's going to win the fucking Super Bowl. I'm sure you have all your predictions, but and, and, and yeah, NBA is it's the a only different league. Sport. It's a different league. But let's not stray off topic. I mean, it's 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 the way it is. It's a very the variance in the NBA is much lower than any other league, no doubt. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get to our next topic here. Let's talk about our friend, uh, our old friend, uh, Toronto Raptors fans would know, uh, Mr. Brian Colangelo. What a fucking idiot, that guy. Seriously. <laughs> he's, he's basically been uh, for uh, having ghost Twitter accounts, uh, criticizing the team, 
uh, his own structure and organization. Um, it's very bizarre. Uh, the more you read it, it's harder to believe. Uh, what do you guys? What do you this, guys thoughts? This on? is a this is a disaster scenario. This is a lose lose. There, this is this is just this is insanity by by Colangelo. Okay, <laughs> if he did this, if he did this, which I I think that he's not being framed. I highly highly doubt that he's being framed, especially the way that the the articles have been written and the care that has been taken by the reporters in releasing certain accounts that have been that were supposedly Colangelo's and keeping yeah, hidden let's, let's other talk accounts that that, that let's, they let's talk also about knew that. Colangelo's that were subsequently shut down. I think the evidence is very high that he so did Marco, something. So Marco, let's talk about the evidence. Let's talk about the evidence because some of our listeners may not be familiar with the evidence that's out there. So last night around, I don't know, midnight, one thirty, I'm on my computer answering some emails. Um, and, and, and I just jump on Twitter to see what the fuck's going on. And then I go read the, the article written uh, by a journalist on, on The Ringer, um, which is owned by Bill Simmons. And, and uh, you got to give kudos to that journal- journalist, man. Like, <laughs> he fucking did his job right. Um, you know, yeah. he... he Back, I think in um, in March, he he um, he he sent a note over to to the Sixers and 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 sort of confronted Brian Colangelo and and he didn't give up all of the burner accounts. He just said, "Hey, look, I came across these couple accounts out of the five burner accounts that he supposedly had." Um, and and Brian Colangelo completely obviously denied any of that. He he acknowledged one account. Um, but the journalist never released the other three accounts. And coincidentally, um, Brian Colangelo, you know, uh, shut down all of those accounts. So, so how does that happen, number one? Secondly, um, if you guys are familiar with Twitter a little bit, you can, you can click on forget your password and it'll, it'll, it'll give you a little snippet of what your last couple digits of your phone number and your, your emails are. And coincidentally, all of those match up across all five accounts. Um, so, so the evidence is quite undeniable. Um, I, I, I don't think we should be debating that. The, 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 the real question is, what do the Sixers do going forward, number one? And secondly, um, how, do the, how do the players react? And thirdly, and most importantly, what, what, what happens to their chances of acquiring LeBron James in the free agency that we're going to – and this is going to be the craziest free agency in the offseason. Um, <laughs> man, 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 man. Look, number one, I don't know what the fuck Colangelo is doing. He's got to be fired for this. If what a it, fucking idiot. This, he's got to be fired for this. Fired. The owner, the management team's got to step down, cleanse themselves of Colangelo immediately. There is this is there is nothing to gain from this situation. Absolutely, Marco. The is uh, his dad is Jerry Colangelo, which is a special advisor for the Philadelphia Appoint, appointed by the NBA. Adam exactly. Silver after firing Hinky because NBA did not trust in the process. Exactly. So NBA appointed Jerry Colangelo, who brought his son in. Uh, to lead the team, um, so this looks I mean, really bad on the NBA too. Yeah, it does. It does. But I think the Sixers are okay. I think if they cleanse themselves of the situation, they got to re- completely remove themselves. And if you know, 
if 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 both of them have to go, both of them have to go. If I'm the if I'm the owner of the team at this point, I'm doing a full investigation of all of everything that's gone on. You can't have you can't have a mole in the organization. You can't have someone undermining what's being done here. Okay, for whatever reason it is, you got to keep your dirty laundry within the organization. Whatever happens, and deal with it internally. So I think if whoever's involved in this case has to go. If that's both father and son, so be it. And then, and then who comes in? At that point, you got to hire a new GM. You know, there's plenty of guys that are dying to get the job. You know, you can find another guy. He's not the only guy. Or and, and if he even if he's even if he was the only guy, if he's doing what he's doing, he's clearly out of his fucking mind. So he's got to go. And, 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 uh, his ghost talk. He was talking about uh, Masai. He was also criticizing the Toronto Raptors GM also. Oh, I mean, yeah, of he, course, he, he, he spewed out shit to everybody. I mean, some of the stuff that he was saying about Embiid and um, and, uh, and 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 a few other guys around the league. I mean, that, that was just complete bullshit. The only person he defended was Ben Simmons, who he drafted, um, and, and everybody else was fucking fair game on his on his mind. And and he really went after that. And and I, I really don't know how you prove, you know, that was that it was him. Other than the fact that you you invoke some sort of a law and you get Twitter to hand over the logs and and you sort of do the investigation that way, I mean the Sixers are saying they're doing an internal investigation, but really, like I, I don't know what the fuck else is going to come out of this. Like unless you go straight to Twitter, like I said, and and sort of get that data, I don't know how else you'd prove I mean, it. But but the evidence is undeniable at this point. Yeah, the the, the, the care that's been taken by this journalist in my mind is is, is been oh, yeah. very high, Absolutely. and you know. This is not a court case where you have to, or a murder case, or something of that nature, where you got to prove beyond reasonable doubt. If you think there's a there, there's a fifty percent chance that Colangelo did it, you got to get you got to get rid of him. You know, you can't. Yeah. You, this is not. You don't need to be ninety five percent sure that he did it. You know, if you have some doubt in him and he that he's straight up, straight way out of left field, you got to get rid of this guy immediately. Yeah, guys. Sorry, guys. We had a great shot there. We'll we'll talk again. Uh, see how the finals go it's tomorrow, and uh, we'll be here to talk about more. Take care, guys. Take All care. right. See ya.